Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? Well, it's going well. We are in quite the storm, but, you know, it is winter in Idaho, so, you know. We're getting all of winter in, like, five days Mm -hmm. because we haven't had it yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the pigs are not feeling it. Yeah, I bet not. My dogs also are like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah. We'll pee on the rug, thanks. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know how little dogs are that they're like, yeah, no, mm. I have to make them go out. Well, I tossed Rico out the front door this morning, mostly because I wanted to see how deep the snow was, you know, in comparison to him. <laughs> and Did he I disappear? Know. He would have, but well, <laughs> not completely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a monster, but, <laughs> but he, uh, no, he sidestepped that and jumped right into the flower bed where he promptly peed and came right back in the house. So, <laughs> well, there you go. The flower bed is under an overhang, so there's very little snow in there. Yeah, right. but because yeah, it's a it is bad. I even had to drive in it today. Yeah, I did too. And I don't like to drive in this kind of snow at all. But I had to take Scott. Just, to you don't really like to drive. Off. Period. Let alone snow. Right? <laughs> I do not like to drive. So yeah, I had to drive in the snow. Always well, you know, but. Right. We're Idaho girls. We know what we're doing. We've been doing this our whole lives. I know what to do. I just don't want to do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's funny. Well, and I got snowshoes for Christmas and I have been out clomping around my yard in them. I really wanted to get out in them today, this afternoon, but the wind's just blowing that snow around so much that. Yeah. It's that really light snow that if Mm -hmm. we get a blizzard is going to. Is going yeah. to screw us up for days. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, it already has in the mountain mm-hmm. areas. There's a little tiny area near us uh, called uh, Swan Valley. And two, three nights ago, they got snowed in in Swan Valley. And there were somewhere around 50 people, just, uh, you know, travelers passing through that could not leave Swan Valley. Well, Swan Valley's like, what, population maybe 200? I mean, it's maybe. not, it's a tiny place. Yeah. And there's not hotels there's a couple of restaurants but not much there especially in the summer mostly they cater to fly fishermen and so the lds church opened up for people to have a warm place to be and search and rescue had a trailer full of cots and blankets and just a bunch of local people just started hauling food in there and uh things like there was a lady that had a baby that was nearly out of formula and a mom brought formula over and diapers and you know they basically just you know, took care of them until they could get out the next day when the roads open back up. And that happens here sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Fortunately, where you and I live. Yeah. We're, we're in the urban area. Yes. <laughs> I to see what is urban here. But, <laughs> um, You know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't want to live where I can get actually snowed in. That's a hard pass for me. Right. Well, that also happened in Driggs up near Jackson Hole. And there was a similar, uh, community you know coming together to take care of the people that couldn't go home right yeah yep yep no the piggies hate the snow they hate it in the mornings after they get up and have breakfast i have to throw some dog food out on the patio to get them to go out there and then i have to shut the door and make them stay out there for a little (laughs) while just to be sure they're potty trained and they aren't they they never have accidents in the house but i don't want to start so i make them stay out for a few minutes 
until they are crying at the door. Scott thinks I'm so mean. So, and then they come back in and they either go lay in front of the fireplace or they get right back in their beds and get wrapped up in their blankie. Yeah. But this morning, Zig must have been really out digging because he came in and his poor little nose was bright red, like he'd been out oh. digging in the snow. So, I don't know. One time I made a terrible mistake. I threw their dog food out in the snow, thinking it would just keep them busy for a while. Uh, yeah. They both scratched their noses up in the snowbank because I'm an idiot. And <laughs> we didn't do that again. Yeah. yeah no kidding. Okay. <laughs> yes. Pigs in a blanket. That's right. All right. <laughs> well, I want to say hello to everybody here in the chat. We are live streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah. Hey, GB, Barbara, Ashley, Cammy, Amy. Jessica, Sue Ellen, welcome from Queensland. Thanks for being here with us. Lydia, um, other, no, same Ashley. Um, <laughs> is that a different Amy? Nope, same Amy. <laughs> we have RJ, Bianca. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's nice to have you here. If you are listening live and would like to welcome Red Girl, jump on in to the chat, whether you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube. We love to have you here with us. This is our Wednesday night update show. And you would think that all our updates are about the Daybell Vallow case, but we're not even going to talk about it tonight, you guys. Yeah. Because we have already talked about it so much this week, yeah. and we are going to be talking about it again tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. So tonight, it's about everything else. Yep. And let's lead with the very best news we've ever heard, and that is Ghislaine Maxwell has been convicted of five of the six charges against her including sex trafficking. Yes. Going to clap. I've yes. been nervous. I've been really worried. This jury took way longer than I thought they should. Mm -hmm. But, yep. oh, finally. You know, and of course, her defense is going to be appealing immediately, and it was all very dramatic. Of but course. Well, you know, they're going to pick on the fact that the jury broke for Christmas. And yeah, they probably will. Try really hard to find a way to prove that... Uh, the jury, uh, you know, discussed it over Christmas dinner with their, you know, families or whatnot, and that they have to be removed. I, yeah, they're they're going to pick at everything they possibly they can. They'll, yeah, they'll pick but, at everything they can. But but let's be real; those lawyers are getting paid a shit ton of money, mm -hmm. and they're going to keep the faucet turned on for as long as they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she will spend, spend the rest, the rest of, her of her life. Her life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she could get up to 65 years. I think it'll be quite a lot less than that. Mm -hmm. Sentencing right now is going to be February 18th. Um, but she's 60. I mean, even 20 mm -hmm. years would be probably the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. It's it's something. Yeah. It's not enough, you know? No. She going to be on suicide watch, right? Uh, I think she has been for the last couple of years that she's been awaiting trial. Mm -hmm. um, it's not enough. No. And it's certainly, you know, they said she's a scapegoat. Well, in a way, she is. Mm -hmm. She was involved. Yeah, she spent her birthday in jail. Um, you know, she's been involved mm -hmm. all along, and Epstein's dead. And, you know, she won't implicate any of those other famous people involved. So I guess she's made her bed. Yep. I'm just pleased for those very brave women who have stayed in this, this whole friggin' time, through multiple trials, through Epstein's death, through all of it, mm -hmm. to still show up. And, you know, yep, this is something. It, it is. And my God, they've been through a lot. They have. I would sure like for that little black book to be not redacted. 
to be unredacted. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's crap that there are mm-hmm. still people being uh, protected in this situation. Total bullshit. Yeah. How many more women will speak out, right? I don't know. I don't know. They They have been through so freaking much. And there are still... There is still two charges pending against her. They are perjury charges. And so she will go back to court for those. There are also some civil trials to come. There's a lot. Like, this isn't the end, but it is the, hey, guess who's staying in jail? Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. Yep. Now see what happens with Prince Andrew. Right. Now, interesting, coming up with Prince Andrew, that's coming up this Mm -hmm. in January, and, you know, the the stuff that she has alleged in that case was already validated in this one. And so yeah. this trial was going to have a big bearing on, you know, with Virginia um, Giffray. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I am very curious about that. I don't know what American courts can really do to Prince Andrew. Probably nothing, but. But it would be worth something. Mm hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Their fight will will continue to give um, victims of trafficking a voice. Yes. Yep. She was convicted of sex trafficking. You guys. Yeah. That's huge. That is huge. Huge. Yep. And now we just have to keep holding the the fire the feet to the fire. Yep. But I want that black book released unredacted. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It is not right. We know no. that you know she has definitely been involved and has every right to be exactly where she is for her choices. There are others. There are others. And we should know who they are and they should be facing the exact same charges. If they were involved in this, Mm -hmm. I don't care if they're famous people, if they're famous politicians, if they're former presidents, whatever the fuck they are, I don't Mm -hmm. care. They all need to be charged. It's time to pay the piper. Everybody. It yep. is. And I wonder what we're going to see happen now with this conviction. It will change mm-hmm. something. You know, this isn't just alleged anymore. We don't have to say right. alleged. This is right. real. She's been convicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we'll keep an eye on what's happening there with appeals. And when her um, sentencing comes up and and the, the trial with Prince Andrew and all of that stuff, there's so much more to come. And I'm hoping this is just the beginning of things getting significantly better. I just can't shake what she said to the judge. When oh, she about said why the, she didn't testify? Mm-hmm. That she said in that extremely arrogant, condescending way that she has, she said to the judge, at least I'm assuming she did. We know that what she said, we don't know how she said it, but we're going to pretend like we know. So she said, uh, she's not going to address the jury because the prosecution has done nothing to prove her guilt. So why would she bother? Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya, you arrogant bitch. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Yep. So that's a biggie today. A big, Can big Can she biggie. write a book? She cannot profit from her crimes. No. Could she write a book? Yes. Could she profit from it? No. She yep. can't profit from her crimes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the name, you're right. They could just find another trafficker and keep doing the same thing. Exactly. And there are women 
who must be held accountable, the ones who are protected in Epstein's plea agreement back in Florida. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is what kills me, you guys, is this is women involved in this stuff. Mm -hmm. This, it makes me physically ill. Yeah, absolutely. To, uh, to, to hear about that. Yep. So, yep. It's great news, though. It's great news. Big precedents being set these days between the Crumleys being charged mm -hmm. and Maxwell being convicted and uh, the Duggar fool being convicted. Like, we've, mm -hmm. these are some good precedents being set these days. Well, I'll tell you another yeah. big precedent that was set last week, and that that was Kim Potter was found guilty Ooh. on all charges. Yes. And if you remember, Kim Potter is the police officer who um, supposedly mistook her, mixed up her taser and her gun mm -hmm. and killed Dante Wright. She was charged with first and second degree manslaughter. She has been convicted of both. Yes. Um, she can do somewhere around 15 years. I think it'll be around 10. Mm-hmm. Um, that she actually serves. Yeah, huge in Minnesota. Yeah. It is huge because police officers have to be responsible for their behavior. Mm -hmm. Whether it was an accident or it wasn't an accident, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Cops have to be responsible for their behavior and choices. And we've been seeing a lot of the opposite of that, you know. Well, and I'll tell you what I think really sunk Kim in the end. Wasn't what she did. It was the way she acted after Oh, yeah. She completely fell apart. She did not try to help the victim. No. Her, in shooting him, he rolled down a hill and his car was in a terrible accident. She didn't help any of the victims. No. She didn't try to resuscitate him or get medical. She didn't do anything. She no. just completely went to pieces. And that's one of the things that they keyed on quite a bit. Like, mm. not only did this happen, but then. You did nothing to try yeah. to fix it. And then the right. few days after this happened, the way she and the chief behaved. Yes. And she finally resigned and they asked her, why did you resign? And she said, basically, she said she resigned because she didn't want to see riots destroy her great city. Not because no responsibility. it was the right thing to do. Not because this had happened. And yeah, no responsibility. Yeah. No. It was all on riots. Well, one of the yeah. jurors has now come forward and talked about the thing that turned them. They they were about half and half for a long time, and they really were struggling. Mm -hmm. The thing that turned them is when they were able to handle the gun and the taser mm -hmm. physically and to realize how different they were mm -hmm. and how difficult it really was for them to believe that she could just mistake one for the other because mm -hmm. the taser they said the taser was sort of like clicking a mouse mm -hmm. and the gun was literally pulling a trigger that has resistance mm -hmm. like how remarkably heavier as yes well. yeah way heavier and so they said that was one of the biggest things for them yeah. was realizing like how can you mistake this the two of these even if you grabbed the wrong yeah. one wouldn't you know immediately mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's an awful yeah. one. Yeah. It is. It's an awful one. Um, but you know, it's 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 some justice at least for Dante Wright's family. It certainly doesn't bring him back. Yeah. Um, but it is, you know, we've seen with Derek Chauvin this year and now um with Kim Potter, we are seeing some accountability with mm -hmm. police, 
finally starting to happen. Mm -hmm. And we just need to see more and more and more Mm -hmm. of it. Right. Not because police are bad or good, but because of their profession, because of the responsibility and the power that they hold, there has to be a high level of accountability. That's all. Their choices, their behavior, Mm -hmm. while they're acting as a police officer, has to be impeccable and they can't just fucking kill people for the sake of killing people. They can't. And we can't let them. No. And that's where, you know, I think that's where we're at at this point. Yeah. I would imagine she'll have to compensate the family as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, and her department. I mean, there's, we're nowhere near done with this one. We probably are, but you know, as far as the courts are, no, they're not. There's more, you know, and of course she's, she hasn't been sentenced yet, but she has, she is in jail. Her um, attorneys tried to talk the judge into letting her report to jail after Christmas. Yes. To let her go home to Christmas first, which honestly made me sick. Yeah. Why? Because she's a good Catholic and Catholics don't belong. No shit. Her attorney said these words. A good Catholic does not belong in jail on Christmas. Right. That and also argument. that she's not a risk to her community. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? The way her <laughs> lawyer spoke to the judge after uh, oh, the it verdict was... was read. Whoa. So disrespectful. It was the most condescending shit. I could not believe it. Well, and of course she was like, well, she immediately asked her to be remanded. And then Potter's attorney, one of them, jumps up. Your honor, we haven't even discussed that yet. <laughs> judge is like, I have. You know? Right. That, there's no discussion. This is up to the judge. Mm-hmm. Right. But the also, poor guy she killed didn't get to go home for Christmas. Exactly. What right. a slap to Dante Wright's family mm-hmm. if she were allowed to go home to Christmas. Yeah. Like, well, and everyone else who's convicted of a crime and immediately remanded. That's not the way it goes. No. That's not the way it goes. No. That is not. And it sucks for Kim Potter's family. It does. And I, it's not that we don't have compassion for them, but come on, man. She knew she'd be remanded. Everybody did. But that argument was so sick. But the way he spoke. Yeah. Or I, I have the same thought, Cammy Potter's attorney getting help from means actually prior. It was prior level condescension. Wow. So disrespectful. So Mm -hmm. disrespectful of the verdict so disrespectful of the victim's family mm-hmm. like come on you know the way he said to the well since i guess you've already decided without us actually having a conversation she was like basically like you want to have a conversation come have it yeah she didn't even rule she didn't even address it she just let him say his piece the prosecutor was like oh yeah we agree with you judge and that was it yeah. <laughs> she didn't even say no, no, we're still remanding her. She didn't even address it. She just kept going. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, those are two those are two really really big wins, I think right now. Mm-hmm. In in the in the world of true crime that we're seeing mm-hmm. some accountability happening in a way that we haven't um, or not enough of by any means, but it's not mm-hmm. it can't be the end. This is yeah. like the beginning of a better period. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we got screwed on Kyle Rittenhouse, mm-hmm. little asshole, but <laughs> we've, had, 
<laughs> he is. But we got a lot of other good things have happened um, in in the justice system this year. And it's not that everything's perfect and all good things happen. It's not true. But some of these big cases, we're seeing some accountability that we have not seen before. And that gives me a little bit of hope. 100%. Yep. Yeah. So speaking of that, speaking of assholes, why don't you tell us about the Crumblies? Oh, my God. One of you did ask if we're going to talk about Amelia tonight. We are. Uh, We'll get to that. But yes, Tyler, we are going to talk about Amelia. Uh, But yes, let's talk about the Crumblies. My God, these garbage people. Mm -hmm. So they've been back to court because, you know, they wanted to bail out. Right. And the prosecutor was like, why would we let that happen? And I, the judge right. basically was, you know, agreed. But here, they brought a little more, uh, you know, a little more money to the table, right? The, well, not money. The prosecutor brought a little more evidence in to go, look, this is, don't let them out, you know. Well, so and like, they already ran once. Why would you? Right. Why would we let them go? So here's a few new things that we learned about the Crumleys. Uh, we learned that there are some substance abuse problems with both mom and dad that have been uh, kind of overarching their family for the last little while. We know that mom has been having an affair. So she's been so busy parenting, poor little Ethan, but she's been uh, cheating on her husband and, you know, basically giving her family the finger. We know that Ethan has done some really weird shit that he has been in trouble for at home for torturing animals. We know that he kept the head of a baby bird in his bedroom. And remember, torturing animals, that is a bad sign. When you have kids torturing animals, that's a bad sign of what's to come. Well, I mean, we're starting to look at the dark triad kinds of things here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, she's texted a co-worker and told them that Ethan had sealed his fate. Now she needed to take care of herself. I mean, don't forget that they did, of course, uh, let Ethan, they've just completely abandoned him. They let him get a public defender while they have paid for some pretty high-powered attorneys. I'm not quite sure how they're paying for him, to be honest, because they actually have had a lot of financial issues. But uh, these attorneys that they have were representing at one point Larry Vassar. They've had some pretty... uh, high name uh or a high end not high end larry vassar is not high end they've yeah. had some pretty high profile you know clients and yet here we are uh you know affording that but ethan is just thrown to the wolves which ethan shot up a school he murdered people ethan's he's going to get what he's going to get you know but it is very sad to me that this boy has clearly been screaming out for help for a while also, people who know them have said that he's totally so uncared for. Yeah. Just not getting cared for. You even just look at his picture, right? His, yeah. his mugshot. This kid's eyebrows are grown, grown clear together. He looks like he hasn't showered in many days. He's not cared for. And that's yeah, nobody's thing, paying attention. No one's paying attention. No one's paying attention. And also, other people saying that he has had. Uh, weird fascination with guns for quite a while. So they just go buy him one. 
in yeah. what in the actual hell? Yeah. 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 The amount of compassion she has for a child. You're right. Aaron couldn't fill a thimble. It's terrible. It is terrible. It is. Yep. Yep. So these are things that we know he has been struggling for a while and they have done nothing. We also do know from the school now for sure that they did ask them to take him home when he was drawing the picture and, you know, being weird in the morning and that they refused to take him home. Why? She have a date with her boyfriend? What was up? Why couldn't she take her own kid home? They wanted them to go straight to a therapist with this boy because there was something wrong and they refused to do it. Now, the school should have said flat no. You know, they should have said hard no. He can't come back until we hear from a health professional that he is safe to be here. They right. didn't do that. They didn't do that. No. You know, we know. But if your school, if your kid's school calls you, and you show up and there is something like that. If my kid drew a picture like that, oh my God. Right. Yes, we would have left the school. Yes, we would have gone to a therapist. Yes, we would have been extremely concerned. Especially those fools knew that they had just bought him a gun. My God. Right. Yeah. I'm right. Mary. Yeah, yeah. They 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 knew. Mm -hmm. They didn't even check him for it to see if by chance he had it on him. No. Like, oh my gosh, you guys, this case just, it's just, I've, these people are so horrendously horrible. Yeah. The worst parents on the planet. Truly. Now, Ethan is not due back in court until I believe the 7th of January. So we'll keep an eye on that. I mean, we're going to support, we'll see this case through to the end because this is such a huge precedent that's being set here with parents being charged. Huge. It's yeah. been coming for a while. Mm -hmm. And and this case is a perfect example of why it needs to. Mm -hmm. And and it is. It's good news. Yep. Yep. Most definitely. Yep. So there, there you have it, boys and girls, the Crumleys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, um, Katie, who do you want to go for it? Take one of your cases and run. <laughs> You know I will. You'll regret this. No. Probably. <laughs> Actually, I want to talk about a local missing girl. Yes. Um, we do have her aunt in the chat, so I want to welcome her. And uh, This girl went missing last week. I'm going to put up her picture, and then I'll get a little more info for you. I've got two different pictures. She's a little different in them, so I'm going to share both of them with you. Uh, she came here from Spokane. She came to Idaho Falls last week. Uh, she saw her sister at Outback Steakhouse on Tuesday around 6. Her name is Amelia. And oh, and her not... cousin Tyler is here as well, yes. Yes. Uh, she's not been seen since. And her family is just worried sick. I mean, obviously, she disappeared before Christmas. She, uh, there were some weird things. And, and I hesitate to have this conversation because, ooh, I hate it when law enforcement does this, but law enforcement's really working hard. So I'm not blaming them for anything. But too often when these things happen, they go, they write it off as suicide, right? So I want to be careful with that. There is some evidence. She left some evidence with family that worries them, that makes them wonder. And so we are going to say that. However, we're not going to leave anything off the table because too often these cases with these young girls do get written off as suicide when they shouldn't have. So I don't want to leave anything off the table, but 
that is uh, something that has been thrown around a little bit. This is her other picture. A little different, so I wanted to make sure that you see them both. Uh, however, pink hair, blonde and pink mm -hmm. hair in both. She is driving a white car with a black hood. And that's the other thing that hasn't been seen. It's a 1998 Honda Accord with a black hood. Anybody in the Southeast Idaho area or not, because we don't know that she's still here. We're right. assuming, right? We don't know. And so what we're really looking for is this 1998 white Honda Accord with a black hood. That's not that hard to spot, right? That's right. pretty unique. So she's 22. And again, her name is Amelia. And if you were to see that car or something that looks like it, just call the police. Right. Uh, most specifically, uh, Bonneville County Police. But wherever you are, call the police because yeah. that car is the cl biggest clue. Yes, yes, it is. And if anyone sees it, you know, that's, yeah, we just want to help bring Amelia's family some peace. Yes. There's also a Facebook page called Find Amelia Leonard. It's L-E-O-N-A-R-T. And I'm going to put a link to it in the chat as well so that you guys can see it. Uh, but join her page if you can. Keep an eye on that. And of course, uh, you know, to Amelia's family, you guys, if there's anything else we can do to help, we absolutely will. We'll continue yeah, to definitely. share her stuff. Keep an eye on it. You guys, you know, somebody has seen something. That is the constant in our cases, right? Absolutely. Somebody, somebody knows something, always seen something, even if they don't know that they know. And that's right. why, you know, many of you that listen to us are local to us. And that's why it's important to share this mm -hmm. information, because if you've seen this car, if you've seen yep. this girl at a gas station, this is mm -hmm. the kind of stuff that needs to be reported ASAP. Yep, absolutely. Well, and with our weather being real rough right now. Yes, our weather is horrible. And how rural we are, you just don't know. You don't know right. if it's possible that that car is somewhere that's just that we haven't been able to see or get to yet. But somebody has because this is Idaho and somebody mm -hmm. is always in the out of doors, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is perfect snow machining weather. And so mm -hmm. if people are out snow machining, it would be the time to be keeping an eye out for this car. Cross country skiing, mountain lion hunting. There's a lot of reasons why people are out and one more pick just, uh, just in case. But uh, mm, at any rate, that car, girl. I just feel like that car is the key. Yeah. Somebody's going to have seen the car and that will be a big clue to uh, finding Amelia and helping her family. So that that's that. And we'll definitely keep you guys posted on it, but uh, go mm -hmm. follow their page if you can. And, you know, that's a good way to uh, help support them and also share. Yeah. Cammie, thank you. Cause Cammie, you are on the other side of this, right? The other side of uh, where she came from. So I know this is important for you to see this and, and share it as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All righty. Well, should we talk about Denver? Let's do. Oh, my oh gosh. God, you guys. This... I don't know. Yeah. And see, she came from Spokane County. So, yeah, I knew. I was hoping that you would see this. Uh, so you may have heard that there was a shooting in Denver a couple of nights ago. And this one is just, it's such a terrible thing. This guy was targeting tattoo parlors. Yeah. And the first parlor that he shot up is Soul Tribe. And it just so happens that we have had tattoos from Soul Tribe. 
Yeah, we've been there a couple of times. We've been there a couple of times. Yep. This we were... tattoo on my arm. If you can, it's so hard to turn my arm so you can see it, but <laughs> that's not working. Um, yeah. Like there now you can. This tree. Yeah. With this owl. Mm-hmm. I know I cannot get the right angle, but <laughs> anyway, that tattoo was done at Soul Tribe. Two different two different visits, two different mm-hmm. years. Yes. This one between. I'm also going to struggle. This is a moon goddess. <laughs> That's also going to suck. And a feather on my foot that we're definitely not going to try. But (laughs) (laughs) you get your foot up on your desk. Right? Yeah, a really fun place. We loved Soul Tribe Tattoo. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful place. This is just heartbreaking. It is because this was not. Now, we don't know that he went to Soul Tribe specifically. He went to two different tattoo parlors. Right. Uh, This was, he he shot across the, the city. And made it that far. He also shot a police officer, though it does appear that she's going to live. In Soul Tribe, he shot and killed the owner, who is this amazing lady, who is a legend. She's a legend in tattoo, uh, the tattoo world, not just in Denver, but across across the country, but particularly in Denver. And I do know her name, but I'm going to have to pull it up anyway, because there's several names. Yeah, Alicia Cardenas is her name. Uh, Shot and killed her. And then he killed her employee, this beautiful girl. And her name is Alyssa Maldano. And the man with her is her husband. That's Alyssa's husband, Danny. Danny's a piercer. And Danny, I believe, is going to live but is seriously injured. Yes. No, Danny didn't live. I'm sorry. No, Danny did not live. So he did not. Oh, no. I think that's an update. Uh, Anyway, all all three of them. And then he left there and headed to another tattoo parlor where he shot and killed a guy by the last name of Schofield, who worked at the Lucky 13 tattoo and piercing in Lakewood. And then he ran into a Hyatt hotel and shot and killed a clerk. It's so senseless. So this is him. He owned a tattoo parlor. This is why I'm quite sure this was personal, but he owned a tattoo parlor in Denver until 2017. And it was called Flat Black Ink. Uh Uh-huh. Which I find strange. Mm -hmm. But his name is Lyndon McLeod. He did die in a shootout with the police. The officer that he shot killed him. Uh, yeah, and and she's quite injured, but uh, she was able to fire back. So apparently, he has had a real history of extremist views. In 2017, he sold his tattoo parlor and sold his house and bought a converted uh, storage container and like been living in that. Yeah, shipping container. Thank you. Has been living in that, uh, writing weird extremist books ever since. Yeah. Now, in the picture I showed you, his hair is dark, but we understand that uh, actually in the uh, actual event, his hair had been dyed blonde. But at any rate, they still don't really know why they're still going through his stuff. There's some very weird interviews with him on YouTube and whatnot about the books that he was writing. Well, and there's some indication that he's had a psychotic break. Yes. That this was um, fueled by... 
a lot of hate on his part and yes. some psychosis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that is most of what we know pretty much, uh, you know, what's it's, this is of course is ongoing and it's not as if there'll be a trial or anything because he has died, but it's still important to note. I mean, it's reminiscent of a couple of years ago when that guy shot up all of those Asian uh, massage parlors back East. Right. And as it turned out, he had a problem with a sex addiction and he targeted those places because of his own issues. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, McLeod owned a tattoo shop, shot up tattoo shops. There's something yeah. personal there, but it's just heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. It's so horrible for their families. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It is heartbreaking to have been there and it, yeah, it's the coolest place. It has a really great vibe, really talented artists. Mm -hmm. Just so sad. You know, you wonder if Soul yeah. Tribe will even come back from this. Yeah. 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 Lyndon James McLeod. Now he actually had a pseudonym that he wrote under too. Oh yeah. I was going to tell you that. Hold on. I should have, <laughs> I pulled up two articles. I pulled up one and then found one that was better, but you know, we try to check three articles before we report just to make sure. Cause you know, sometimes mm -hmm. people get things wrong and we don't want to be that person. <laughs> so, sometimes we get things wrong. It happens. It happens. Yep. You know, it does. Let's see. I did have, oh, I did want to say that uh, the fifth victim's name was St Sarah Steck. Sarah Steck. And is she from the Hyatt Hotel? Yeah. Is that? Jeez. Yeah. Um, he, he did not to... know her. He did know the other four loosely. Yes. Yeah. But just walked in somewhere to just do some more shooting. I yeah. I just... guess he just wasn't done yet. You guys, yeah. how do we, I don't even know. I don't even yeah. have that conversation at this point. I, well, and both Alyssa, Alyssa and uh, Jimmy have a young child, a little boy. They've only been married since 2020. Danny. Danny, sorry. Yep. And uh, Cardenas, uh, Alyssa, she uh, has a 12-year-old. Mm. Yeah. It's just awful. I just yeah. definitely sending our condolences out to yeah. all of those affected by this and just so thoughtless, uh, senseless. So about his book, he said his book philosophizes the, with a jackhammer. He says, I tend to look at the world in threes. I look at the world currently, then the world below it and the world above it. You have the terrestrial plane, then the sublevel, then the atmosphere. This is how he's looking at things, I guess. He said, I considered myself an artist first, then a man interested in ideas and culture second. I just mm -hmm. can't believe that this wasn't particularly on Soul Tribe on Alicia or Alicia, that this wasn't targeted. Personal in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I know it does seem like that, doesn't it? Well, she's been very successful. Right. And he's very, very clearly talented artist not been able to keep his shit together. So yeah. I really, oh, the pseudonym is Roman McClay. Oh yeah. Roman McClay. And the, the book series is the sanction series. If you're interested, I mean, I, I don't know why, but sometimes it's interesting to look into like what was going on in their head. You know? Right. I mean, are those books kind of his manifesto? Are like, they? What? Yeah. Well, yeah. 
such just such the the causing yeah. of senseless amounts of pain to other people mm-hmm. is something that I just I struggle with so much with understanding. Yeah, no doubt. Yep, that's a terrible one, without a doubt. Yeah, very sad. I wanted to say thank you to Barbara C. for the super chat. Our super chat is always on, and so if you feel like you want to tip us or help us out, support us, you always can. It's not required or expected, but it is appreciated. You help us keep the lights on. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Because we're about to start season three. Of this podcast, you guys. Can you believe that? We're heading into season three with about 500 episodes under our belts. Yeah. And we have some new stuff coming for season three. It's going to be really exciting. Yep. It is coming. Very exciting. Fun stuff. One last story that I have found very interesting, and we haven't really talked about this but it's something that we should be talking about. This is Paul Apodaca. This is from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So this is the weirdest thing. Um, A couple of years ago, um, Apodaca had a standoff with the police in Albuquerque. He was living with his aunt and his aunt called and said he was punching her in the face. And so they have this hour long standoff with him where some officers snuck into the back of the house and got the aunt and a 96 year old relative out of the house. He tried to force the police to kill him and they wouldn't do it. He at the time had knives, not guns. Apodaca actually told the police he wanted them to use deadly force on him. Um, And they wouldn't. So he did about a year in jail for that. And then this past summer, he walked into the police station and he confessed to killing three women in the 80s. Wow. He was 53 when he confessed. And he'd said that he had found God. And that's why he was confessing. Wow. He's been in jail. And they are just, they're now starting to identify the the women that he killed. They were either, they were teenage girls uh, to, to young women. Um, they were random. He killed them in public, either by stabbing or shooting them. And he, he's basically, you know, he's the same kind of guy that keeps doing this kind of crap. He hated women because they never went for guys like him. Oh, God. So, you know, the usual. Um, so anyway, interestingly enough, now they are beginning to identify his victims and actually charge him with them. And he's been charged now with two of them. He has not been gone to trial and I don't know if he will if he's going to plead guilty or what's happening but he's somebody we're just going to keep an eye out because um Mm -hmm. it's not very often that some of they're calling him a serial killer he did kill um three different women yeah so we'll see we don't know if maybe there are more because often when the confessing begins um Mm -hmm. it's just the beginning so you know take a look sometimes the confession confession is the beginning of a game yeah yeah yeah, I, I think that it is. Um, but 
Apparently, he thought he better go to prison because the police weren't going to kill him, which I find very interesting. Wow. This idea of suicide by cop is so awful. It's so awful. It is. And do that to another human being. Yeah. And put that on their conscience for the rest of their life. Henry Lee Lucas comes to mind. Yeah, GB. That's true. Well, you know, and also this idea of needing to use deadly force. I mean, when when there are perpetrators out there that are forcing that, mm-hmm. how does that change the way that the police react? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. suicide by cop. There he is. Yeah. Um, very interesting situation with him, but we're just going to kind of keep an eye on him. Yeah. And I just saw today that he was charged with another, um, you know, of of the the women that he said that he killed. So very interesting to see how that all goes. Absolutely. Well, there's something with him, too, and some rape cases. Yeah. See, they they're they're very unsure. He He's been in and out of prison all his life and he's been in a lot of trouble. So yeah. there are known things about him. But the murders yeah. were never known. Well, you know how last week we talked about the Albuquerque mayor who said we are going to clear the shelves of all of the rape kits. Right. We're going to process these 5,000 rape kits. Well, guess whose DNA showed up in the rape kits? This dude. This guy. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he's been, he's well known to law enforcement. He's been in and out of jail all of his life. But they had yeah. uh, no idea. Yeah. That, um, you know, he had also committed some murders. Yeah. Wow. That is something. Oh, yes, it is. So we're going to keep an eye on the Paul Apodaca case and see what's going on with him and see what they figure out. You know, they may actually discover, be able to close a bunch of cases around the right. state. That's pretty wild. That's exciting. Really exciting. Well, it is. At least he's off the street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of news more in the mast case. We talked oh, last yes. week about the mast case. This is Jessica Mast, the four-year-old that was murdered by her parents. This was that Mennonite murder that happened yes. last Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And by her parents and the neighbors. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking mm-hmm. last week about the fact that it's been a year and mom and dad are both out on bail and living on ankle monitors with various family members. Uh, the other, the neighbors are both still in jail. Uh, but yesterday I found something that I just thought was really, really concerning. Oh this was gosh. a post from someone who is putting together a petition because they are saying that uh, Mary and James have direct access to both of their children. The other two their little boys. Remember that when Jessica died, there was a two-year-old little boy that was beat severely in a crib uh, that they managed to get to the hospital and save. And then an infant that was about seven months old at the time who was safe, thank God. Uh, And since then, for a little while, they were with family. And then the courts took them from family and put them in foster care. Now they've taken them back out of foster care and given them back to family who go to the same church that James and Mary do, apparently they are seeing their children and people are really, really upset about it. There's also a call there to try to have the judge removed because the judge has been unbelievably permissive 
with so that. permissive and this has been going so slow. Mm-hmm. There haven't even been preliminary hearings yeah. for these people in a year. Yeah. Why? You yeah. know, it's just, it's, it's horrifying. This whole thing is yeah. so sickening. And yeah, I, you know, I have real questions about the judge as well, mm-hmm. but why are they being allowed those kids should still be in foster care in some kind of a protective situation in foster care. Yeah. It has actually been said that the ultimate goal right now is reunification. Reunification? These two are charged with murder, of murdering their child. How yeah. could there be any thoughts of reunification with them and their children? Mm-hmm. How? They, well, it depends on state law, unfortunately. Um, it depends on child protection law. Idaho is a child reunification, uh, is a family reunification state. It means that the first goal always has to be family reunification. Maybe the state is too. Um, however, you know, until these, until these charges are resolved, they should not be having contact with those children. No, they shouldn't be having contact with any children. No children, right? I mean, they're living with family members who probably have children. Yeah. Like, this is all wrong. These two should have never been let out on bail, ever. No, so, no, but there are them. people that live right in that area that are super upset about it, that are making yeah. a lot of noise. And so we're keeping an eye on that. And if I can find the petition, they were supposed to be starting a petition. I'll definitely make sure that you guys see it so that you can sign it too. But you know, we, we want to see justice for Jessica and these fools should be in jail where they belong well, and protection not for getting to boys. see their children. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The point here should be the safety of those children above everything oh, no. else. And Absolutely. that's clearly not a priority because why were they released from foster care to a family member before this case has been resolved? That's insane. Well, they went initially to James's parents. And they were only there for a couple of weeks and somebody called CPS and alleged child abuse. Yeah. And they took them out of that home because unfortunately, these are people who believe that you have to basically beat the spirit out of a kid. Yes, that's their whole. Break them. That's their whole parenting plan is to break their spirit. We've talked Mm -hmm. about it before, but that is a belief for them that you have to Mm -hmm. break a child's spirit, which includes a lot of damage to their body and to their emotional health. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's horrifying. Well, and I don't know if you guys remember, but these guys are Mennonites. They were Mennonites. And then their uh, church had actually kicked them out because they were extreme. They'd had enough of them. And they started their own church. Well, now all the families that Jessica, or I'm sorry, that uh, Mary and Ethan are living with, they have all started a new church because they had a falling out with the old one. So basically, we just have these groups of people popping up going, you know, if you don't agree with my bullshit, then I'll just go start my own church over here. And then some of the families get loyal and they come over here. It's very, uh, it's disorganized, but it's also dangerous, you know, because this is what we're getting is this kind of covering, you know, not reporting child abuse, not uh, holding each other accountable and, you know, getting some kind of weird religious idea that this is okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and I don't understand there should be charges against them in the abuse of that, of the toddler, which those charges 
should include a no contact order. Like, right. what the hell, judge? What is going on here? Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be allowed. They, they, no. part of this case is charged. I mean, they nearly killed that little kid. Yeah. He was purple. Yeah. Just black and blue head to toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. They, oh. I read yesterday that his back was covered in broken black bruises. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. broken black blisters on blisters his back. That have he broken was open. Yeah, he yeah. was seriously injured. Why is there not a no contact order yeah. in place to protect him? Why are we not protecting these little children? Right. Why do they deserve this? Why? We don't. They don't Jessica deserve didn't deserve anything. this. These little boys don't deserve this. But it also really makes you worry about the larger community there and all of their children. Like, what the hell is going on? Right. Well, and that's what a lot of people in that community are alleging. Yeah. Is that there There's is a faction a of people that's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, uh, you know, it seems that maybe uh, the authorities are protecting that. And so. Well, I, I mean, what the hell with yeah. this? A year later and we still haven't even had a preliminary hearing on any of these people. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's not right. No, it is not. No, it yeah. is not. Well, definitely, yeah. If you see that um, petition, throw it out into our uh, Facebook group so that people can sign it. I most definitely will. Yeah, we're going to keep our finger on this. This is not, not okay. No, yeah. we need to support this community that is trying uh, to do the to do the right thing here. That there's mm-hmm. a community of people there that want justice, that want to protect these little kids. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I've heard enough whispers over the years. They've had enough, you know. Right. I mean, they've known there's some shenanigans going down in their community. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's everything we have for tonight, isn't it? Well, now we've got all of that out of the way. I did want to congratulate Cammie. She said that her son just told her that he's going to propose to his girlfriend of five years. So all the positive vibes their way. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Have we heard any more on the Lauren Smith Fields murder? No, Joy. I, no. But we'll take a look. We'll have to look into yeah. it. I'm, I haven't heard anything. But it is coming down to the end of the year. And it is coming down to the end of season two. We have, yes. this is our last case updates in season two. Yeah. Tomorrow night is our last psychic hour in season two. Yeah. And that psychic hour is very special because our dear yeah. friend Kelly McLean, who is a talented astrologer will be with us. She's going to be reviewing the astrological charts of Alex Cox, Chad Daybell, and Lori Vallow Daybell. So if you haven't had yeah. enough Daybell drama this week. Uh, <laughs> and you know you haven't. You yeah. know you haven't. Please join us for this because this will be really interesting uh, to hear what Kelly has to say based yeah. on what we know about this case. And she's not so deep into it as we are and as many of you are. And so to hear what she has to say about what these individuals' astrology says about them is going to be really interesting. It is. She's way down the rabbit hole. I've had several messages from her this week about uh, asking for more dates. And, you know, she's she's matching stuff up and she's brilliant. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's going to be great. So join us for that and then watch for some new stuff coming out of us mm-hmm. next week. We have a new intro for our show. 
mm-hmm. already. Some new and- segments, a new format. Yeah. We think you guys are going to love it. We think we're going to love it. It's exciting. We do. And we've found some ways to bring you even more true crime. So yeah. I know, hard to believe, but we are <laughs> doing our best. So as always, like, subscribe, share, please, you know, help us help Amelia's family. If you are anywhere in our area between us and Washington, you know, share this information. See if we can help her family find her. Yep. And, you know, as always, you guys are the reason we're here. You're the reason we do this. So thank you yes. for being here and being a part of this with all Absolutely. of us. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You guys have, uh, I, I hate to sound cliche, but you've been the wind beneath our wings. I'm just going to say it like that. You really have. <laughs> if you start singing, then I don't know what I'm going to say. It's not going to happen. No, no. <laughs> I, won't. I like you guys too much. There you go. All right. Well, you know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Have a great night. Take care.